Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Celebrating Our Weaknesses. You know, a culture of celebration is so powerful. We There's so many different cultures that we like to talk about, the culture of empowerment, the culture of honor, the culture of gladness. But the culture of celebration is so important that we celebrate ourselves. I celebrate progress, not perfection in my life. Healthy people do that. They don't wait for perfection to celebrate themselves or other people, just as a toddler learning how to walk. We don't withhold celebration until they walk perfectly. And I love a culture of celebration. I was in a staff meeting today where there were certain leaders who were celebrated and they were bragged on by other leaders in the meeting, talking about what they'd seen on them. And we celebrated, we clapped for them. And it was so fun, a culture of celebration. Even in corporate worship in church services, we need to have celebrating songs, celebrative songs, where we celebrate the Lord, we celebrate our salvation, we celebrate our victory. We look at sports teams and we understand the principle of celebrating you just when people score a a goal in soccer they raise their hands in celebration people run uh, around them and and we learn to celebrate not after victory but we celebrate to see victory manifest and there's a just a radical verse in second corinthians 12 It says in verses 9 and 10, it says, But he said to me, to me as Paul, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. (laughs) Therefore, I, this is what Paul says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses. And he goes on in insults and hardships and persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You know, the kingdom of God is backwards in so many ways. For when I am weak, then I am strong. What a powerful Verse And then the Passion Translation says, verse 10, this way of 2 Corinthians 12. So I will celebrate my weaknesses. For when I'm weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. Celebrating my weaknesses. And so whether our weaknesses, relational weaknesses personal discipline weaknesses, weaknesses of 
uh, our intellectual capabilities, weakness in our physical bodies, weakness of our bank account, weakness of other areas, weakness of, of apparent spiritual gifts. We celebrate. We go, woohoo! <laughs> yes, I'm excited about this weakness in my life because I get to see God's power manifest in it. Now, I'm getting ahead of myself. And I want to give you six reasons to celebrate your weakness. Number one, it is an expression of faith. As we celebrate our weaknesses, we affirm that God's perfect strength is going to show up in our lives. I celebrate this weakness. I can't wait to see how your strength is going to manifest. Faith believes before it sees, and it is better to celebrate before we see than after we see. Celebrating after we see isn't faith. Celebrating before we see is faith. Number two reason to celebrate our weaknesses, it releases the joy of the Lord in our lives. Nehemiah 610 says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And as we release the joy of the Lord, as we celebrate our weaknesses, it does release the joy of the Lord because we become happier. We become joy-filled. And because the joy of the Lord is our strength, and we know that as we celebrate our weakness, His strength is going to come into it, 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 it is having joy. Again, it's linked to faith. It's having joy before we see that. Wow. That's so good. <laughs> I get fired up. A third reason we celebrate our weaknesses, it is a practical way to delight ourselves in the Lord. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. We cannot truly delight in the Lord unless we celebrate our weaknesses. That's not the only part of delighting in the Lord, but it's part of it. Woohoo, Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this area of my life. I can't wait to see what you're going to do. That's the delight delighter's mantra. If we wait to delight after we've overcome all of our weaknesses, we will never delight in the Lord. Number four, it is a way to magnify the Lord. Celebrating our weaknesses is a way to magnify the Lord. It says in Psalm 34, verse 3, we, oh, magnify the Lord with me. We are to magnify the Lord, not the problem. Celebrators are continually magnifying God's love, God's solutions, the power of past and current prayers, and what Jesus has won on the cross for us. And we know we can't make God bigger. He, he's, he's as big as, he's infinitely big already. But when we magnify the Lord, when we celebrate our weaknesses, we magnify him and he becomes bigger to us. 
Number five reason we celebrate our weakness. It disempowers shame, guilt, and condemnation. When our weaknesses manifest, we'll be tempted to disqualify ourselves from being happy, being blessed, and being significant. This temptation is usually a bigger problem than anything happening through our weakness. And let me say that again. When our weaknesses manifest, we'll be tempted to disqualify ourselves from being happy, from being blessed, and from being significant. This temptation is usually a bigger problem than anything happening through our weaknesses. However, when we choose to celebrate the weakness, then these tools of our enemy will be defeated. And in number reason number six to celebrate our weaknesses, it causes us to focus on the supernatural, which is the solution. Our lack of hope is usually triggered by not factoring in and believing in the supernatural. We get discouraged because we are focused on ourselves instead of the Lord. Let me say that again. We get discouraged because we are focusing on ourselves instead of the Lord. Every time we celebrate our weaknesses, we reaffirm the power of the Holy Spirit operating in the unseen realms of our lives. Let's join the Apostle Paul in celebrating our weaknesses. Even if, we really, if we're really struggling, we need counseling, intervention, medical help, or accountability concerning our struggle. Even if we need those things, celebrating our weaknesses is still a secret weapon to keep the grace and strength of God flowing in our direction. Now, here's the six reasons to celebrate your weaknesses. Let me say them again. It's an expression of faith. It releases the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. It's a practical way to delight ourselves in the Lord. It is a way to magnify the Lord. It disempowers shame, guilt, and condemnation. And it causes us to focus on the supernatural, which is our solution. So let me ask you, do you have any weaknesses? <laughs> We all battle some. We all wish we were stronger in that strength was manifesting in different areas of our life. Well, what can you celebrate? What can you do? This is a radical message. This is a message for overcomers. This is a message that's going to break spirits of heaviness off. And it's a message some of you are going to want to listen to over and over and over again, because something deep is going to get into your spirit. Hey, we're just about ready to launch the Transformational Mind Renewal course starting September 13th. Those of you who are listening to these podcasts in our uh, soon after they're released, it's getting close. If you like these messages and you want more, you want systematic teaching on mind renewal, the five steps of radical mind renewal, we've got two ways you can do the course. One is we call it the essentials, 
and the other is the intensive. The essential is the basic of video every week, four podcasts every week, including one that has my wife, Wendy, and it's powerful. It's made for people on the go, three, four hours a week. We've got reading of some of my best material. You get that as part of the course. That's the essential. If you want to do the intensive, you get all of that. I haven't even mentioned everything. And then you also get some community. You get two belief training sessions with an Igniting Hope belief trainer who's going to take the principles of the course, going to meet with you, help you get a plan to replace the lies with truth and to see transformation in your life. Go to ignitinghopeacademy.com if you're interested in that. Or there's many other courses that we have too. You can take it anytime. Hey, we're here to ignite your hope. Steve Backlund here. And I want to remind you, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once you get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. In Ezekiel 37, God asked Ezekiel a question after he showed him a valley of very dry bones. He said, Ezekiel, can these bones live? Do you believe these bones have a good future? And basically, God was saying, Ezekiel, what do you think? Because what you think is going to determine what I can do. Our hope level determines our influence level. And he who has the most hope has the most influence. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. This has been a celebrative, joy-filled message. And we don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today is just not a good day. To walk in radical joy. <laughs> joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. It's not convenient for me today. I've got things going on. I've got things that are disappointing. I have dreams not fulfilled. I, I have pressure in different areas of my life. But I need God's strength. So I'm stirring it up. We stir it up through thanksgiving, thanking the Lord, focusing more on what we have rather than what we don't have. We stir it up by delighting in the Lord, by, by, by just getting excited to see what He's going to do in our lives. And we stir it up just by focusing in on Him and getting demonstrative in our praise and thanksgiving. Hey, if you like these messages, why don't you tell somebody else about it? And if you ever want to just go to in, info at ignitinghope.com. If you want to send us an email there at info at ignitinghope.com and tell us that you appreciate these podcasts, that would always be a blessing. And if you ever want to sow a financial seed into Igniting Hope, you can go to ignitinghope.com where you can sow that seed. But if you can't do that, that's fine. Bless you. We're so glad that you're listening. Steve Backlin here. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.